Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thank you so much for tuning in to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. My voice is already gone. It, that didn't take long. It's been gone for like four weeks. It's been gone, I feel like, for like two months. It's long, long, long-term long COVID. I hope not. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> like, it was fully coming back at elk camp. Like I had my voice back finally, and then I shot that elk and I started screaming out in the middle of the clear cut and lost my voice again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what did it. Yep. Not coming back to work and yelling at all your employees and no. everybody here. That that's how I lost it originally. Oh, that, okay. That, that's why it still remains gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, yeah, here. how's, uh, everything's been pretty, pretty, uh, exciting over here on the addicted side of things. we got lots of cool things that we're working on. The fall drop is coming. We've been spending a lot of time on that. So if you guys didn't know, October 23rd is the fall drop. And I'm so excited about this one. We have some Really, really cool stuff we've been working on. I was touring the uh, shop down there <coughs> with Robbie, who does all our screen painting, and he was kind of giving me some of the sneak peeks of that. I'd even seen some 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 kids stuff, some mm-hmm. youth stuff. I'm like, on point, yes, finally. Yep. Layden's going to be stoked. Oh, but, finally uh, some youth hoodies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, I didn't want to say it. You want to say it? Go ahead. No, we got yeah, a sneak peek We got, peek we got youth here. hoodies coming out. and uh, We did a spinner collaboration with North Fork Lures. This year, mm, some choice tackle. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, we're doing some some more beads, some more fall Chinook inspired beads with Dylan Rush Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Some big daddies, <laughs> thirty two mils. No, I think they're like twenty. I don't remember. Nick did them. Oh, that's it. Oh, jeez, might I'm be kidding. a twenty five mil. That's big enough. Yeah, not golf ball, but getting but big, there. <laughs> big. Yeah, and then we did. We've been working with the old Skookum Bates, which is Clint. Something Cam Cam kind of tested a little plastic last year that we've been messing around with, and he caught some fish on it, and we think it's going to work really well. Cam's been telling us for years that this is what eventually people are going to switch to, and so uh, mark my words, I said we're uh, we're going to be the first. I said three years, two years ago, and so after, but after we launch it, it will be a thing next year. People are going like, to copy it, it immediately. Be, oh, it'll be, but it, you know what? I mean, it is what it is, and ultimately, you know, when I was fishing it last year, it it uh, it there's a lot of benefits to it. Hundred percent. We'll, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. I yeah. mean, cost benefits, color benefits, what you can do with it, quick uh, change benefits. Like, there's so much you can do. But anyway, so we got a twitchy yep. jig kit. You guys are gonna see soon. We also worked on a 360 kit that's gonna be geared more towards anglers that are just kind of getting into 360 fishing. So it'll come with a boat bag and it'll come with a couple flashers, a couple bumpers, a couple super baits, a couple spinners. Sucks that the season closed, but it is what it is. Well, we got springtime. And we got coho. Yeah, we got coho. coho. You're catching a couple coho out there, I, right? You know what? Today threw me for a loop. I scrambled, 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 and then I was just about to call the trip and say, put my customers on the bank. Like, you know what, guys? Let's just go again in a month. See you later. Get out of my boat. Decided to make a Hail Mary and uh, just got on them. Found and it. Ended up killing, killing six real nice ones and uh, throwing a few back, throwing a few Chinook back. Like, we had a that's honestly why I thought I was going to be late coming here because we stretched it out. But we uh, we put the whoop on them. Nice. And we're the only boat. And I mean, when I say the only boat out there, like the only boat on the whole Columbia River. There was not another boat in sight anywhere. Anyways, it was insane. pretty awesome. So got on and they, and they were all big, like big, fat, chrome, sea lice, bee runs. It's going to be so interesting to see what happens when we get rain. <laughs> if... It's we'll get it. It's I mean, supposed we'll get to rain in Washington. This is how I know that there's weather coming. My okay. house is covered in box elder bugs and stink bugs. And every <laughs> single year, those little those little bugs, they know. They 100% know because, dude, it's like clockwork. They will show up on our house. Within a couple weeks, the weather changes immediately. 
You know, it's also weird too, is the smallies this weekend, like what, two weekends ago, the smallies in the Columbia, like the water temperature has not changed. It is still 65, 66, but for whatever reason, two weeks ago compared to last weekend, they are on the chew. Like they, their water temps are identical. The flows identical. Like nothing's changed except for their freaking attitude. They want to eat. Every single one of them's fat, huge, and they're just crushing anything either. I mean, Anything you throw at them, I just they think eat it. the animals know. We right. don't know, but that's animals what I'm saying. That's know. what I'm saying. Like, there's something. There's there's something in the air because it ain't in the water. No. Temperature is same. Clarity. Air, I mean, it is identical. The weather hasn't changed in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool for sure. Well, the other exciting news that we're going to announce right now is we are actually signing on with a brand new partner, and we're super excited about it. And they're actually on this podcast right now, so we are officially going to be. Signing on with Fish USA. If you guys haven't heard of Fish USA, they're a big online retailer. And I'm going to let these two guys that are here in this podcast with us introduce themselves and then hopefully give us a, a good background on, on Fish USA and what you guys do. So go ahead and take the mic from here, guys. Yeah, this is Doug Straub from Fish USA, uh, Senior Director of Merchandising. and with Fish USA for going on 13 years. Uh, started Fish USA was uh, started out of a garage, which is a really unique story. Our owner... Um, really unique story in that he wrote a lot of our, the own co- our code for our original website, uh, all of our background, all of our backend information. So Fish USA, uh, we are very familiar with the salmon steelhead market in the Great Lakes region. And what we are looking to explore and looking to grow is our uh, West Coast presence. And that's why we're signing uh, and working with Addicted and we're looking forward to it. You know, we, Fish USA carries a number of brands that are already partners of Addicted, Akuma, Brad's, Mustad Procure, and uh, we're excited, super excited to be part of the team and working with the the whole Alex crew. Awesome. Uh, looks like I'm up. My name is Nick Taylor. Um, Doug pretty much said it perfectly. So I've been with uh, Fish USA for just under seven years. I'm the director of marketing. Uh, I've done a little bit of everything at Fish USA. I've managed our brick and mortar pro shop store, our warehouse all through COVID. And I'm in marketing now, and this USA, like Doug said, it's salmon and steelhead, Great Lake, big walleye presence in the Great Lake, smallmouth, um, bass. So I'm really excited to work with Addicted and uh, Pacific Northwest stuff. It's going to be awesome. So just I love our fishery, um, and I'm excited to learn some more about some more fisheries. So. Yeah, no, I think we're, we're really, really excited too. You know, we, we thought long and hard about, you know, partnering with you guys. And I think, you know, we don't really work with anyone exclusively online, but Fish USA is going to be our exclusive online partner. And I think we're going to kind of work together. All you, all you addicts out there in the Northwest should get really excited because the idea with this whole partnership is to really service the Northwest. You know, there's not, there's not really anyone who's doing it well online and you can get the stuff that you really need. There's a couple places, but half the time the stuff's sold out. You can't get it. So I'm super excited to work with you guys and give you guys, you know, all the knowledge and help to be able to really help the Pacific Northwest anglers keep the tackle in their boxes. Well, and the other reality, Absolutely. the other reality is too is like you know, the, even though we're you know, <laughs> two thousand miles apart. You know, there's a lot of technique and there's a lot of like specific products that, I mean, even when we went back and did our filming with Kyle and some of those guys on the Great Lakes and just, you know, a lot, granted your guys' salmon and steelhead came from over here, right? But the reality is, is like, okay, they've, they've developed techniques over there that when we see 
um, when we see it applied, when we see success with it, and, and we've actually been able to glean some of that information and and uh, some of that technique and bring it back over here. And there's this nice, there's this like exchange of information. And we see it all the time on our forums and we see it all the time, um, you know, on our platforms, on our YouTube channel, like the comments and the stuff. And I mean, Marlon and Jordan were just over there, you know, filming some Great Lakes trolling. And, you know, everyone's kind of like, looking over the horizon at the other place just to kind of get an idea like, Oh, what's, what could be the next big yep. thing? Because the reality is it is the same fish and you guys already carry so many of those strong brands, but I'm even scrolling through like some of the websites and stuff that I've bought from you guys, even in the past, you know, on some like, like what you guys do with spawn sacks and what you guys do with some of the other yeah. chemicals and scents and stuff. Like, you know, I, I will not lie. I've definitely applied some of that that I've learned from Kyle and seen on the website back over here in the Northwest fisheries. And I think that's what's going to be such an easy transition from Fish USA, you know, to come out here is like you again, like you said, you're you're salmon steelhead, walleye bass, and it just so happens that we're salmon steelhead, walleye bass, and then we got a few other things out here like sturgeon and some ocean fisheries and stuff. But those four really are the big fisheries out here, you know. And then obviously you guys cater to some trout market as well, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. What's kind of crazy too is a lot of the applications, like you said, are the same, except we don't we don't use a lot of the twenty four. No, uh, beef. We have a lot of pictures <laughs> you, around here. Not yet. For, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, I'm kidding. But it, it yeah, and it's, that's kind of unique here, and it's been a long-term joke, but I've seen fisheries over here, you know, go from egg and skein fisheries to straight up 25 millimeter beads over years. I mean, huge, you know, Alaska 32 fisheries. mil. 32 mil bead fisheries. Ball. Golf balls, exactly. Literally golf balls. <laughs> Where you think you wouldn't do it, but guess what? It works. It's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. So you said that Fish USA started in a garage. Can you get, just give me? Can you expand on that a little bit more and just kind of tell the addicts out there the history of the of Fish USA? And I think before we get into that story, I want to I want you guys to give an opportunity. I know you guys brought to this podcast a special discount code for all the addicts out there. So you guys want to shout that out? Yeah, I can shout that discount code out right now. Um, so right now, uh, we want everybody to save 15% off anything at our website, uh, fishusa.com. Um, so that code is going to be ADX15. So save 15% off anything, um, and that's good to go right now. That's ordered, I'm sorry, I want to be more specific. Orders of $50 or more. So awesome. save 15% off all. Which is easy to spend $50 on their addicts, because every time <laughs> I get on there, I usually yeah, have right. a couple hundred dollars yeah. in my cart. So. Again, addicts, this is going to be a really, really good partner for us. So please, please head over to Fish USA's website. They're going to have some stuff that you want and need. So check them out and use that discount code. And then, yeah, let's dive in a little bit more detail of the story of, of just where you guys came from and where you think you're going to go. You want to take yeah, that away, Doug? Absolutely. So, yeah, we were, we were born and raised in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's where our headquarters and our brick-and-mortar facility uh, is located. We're all in one place, which is really, really nice and unique. Um, one thing that there's really two things that I think we pride ourselves the most on, and that is really fast shipping and superior customer service. Um, I think the one thing that our customers will say over and over again is how good we are when there's a problem. Something comes up, whether it's a shipping issue, um, regardless of what it is, we're going to take care of the customer no matter what. Uh, our team are extremely knowledgeable anglers. You, you call up Jake or you call up Adam in customer service, you're going to get the rundown whether it's salmon steelhead, whether it's smallmouth bass, whether it's walleye fishing, these guys really know what they're talking about. And that's the unique thing about what's really a common bond at Fish USA is outside of really our accounting department, we all fish. 
We have people in our shipping department that fish, and, and we're not a really small company, I'll say. We're a mid-sized company in the fishing tackle industry, and we want to really continue to grow. And where we see opportunity right now is in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, the partnership here, we're, we're super excited about it, and we want to really share our story and, and show customers in the, the Northwest what we can do, you know, what we can do from the customer service side when, when there's a shipping issue. Let's, let's get it resolved. And that's really what we pride ourselves on. At the end of the day, we're all selling the same fishing tackle. You know, we want to continue to grow our assortment. Uh, but what really sets us apart is that customer service and that shipping. And um, I, I encourage everybody to give us a shot. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say your average, you know, to a lot of guys out here in the Northwest, which is going to be Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, like how quick, you know, say someone places an order tomorrow morning because they heard this podcast, how quick do you think they get in it? It's going to ship that day. It orders in by 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to ship that day. And I'm going to say probably the Northwest four to five business days. So uh, we're, again, we're in, Pencil- we're, we're in Pennsylvania. Uh, if you're in Ohio, you're going to get that in a day or two. Uh, but just geographically where we're located, if you're you know standard shipping, you can get there in four to five business days. But it, I can promise you it is going to ship by 2 p.m. Uh, that same same business Yeah, day. same day shipping. And do you guys have a free shipping threshold that you, you honor on your website? We like- do. Absolutely. It's $60. 60 Wow. That's not very much at all. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. So now talk a little bit about, so from your assortment, you guys basically cater to salmon, trout, steelhead, walleye. Like what are all the species that you cater to on the website? Yeah, absolutely. I would say our strongest category is walleye, uh, followed by salmon, steelhead. Uh, panfish is a nice category for us. Uh, we do a really nice ice fishing business. You know, we're really, I consider ourselves freshwater experts. Uh, we don't we do not do much in the saltwater space. We really try to stay focused on freshwater. Um, so really anything freshwater related, uh, we have a really strong assortment and we want to continue to grow that. Right now we're right around the 45,000 uh, products in our, in our warehouse and we want to continue to grow that and finding unique brands, uh, working with uh, you guys, we're, we're super excited and uh, continuing to expand that assortment. Killer. Well, that's awesome, guys. Well, I think that's good enough for this first little engagement. Unless you guys got anything else that you want to tell all the addicts out there, I think we'll let you go because we got to have you jump back on and talk on our live feed here in just a few minutes. Yeah, we're super excited to be working with you guys and look forward to working with the entire uh, Addicted Crew. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks again. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You guys can go ahead and hang up, and we will uh, see you on the live feed here in just a few minutes. Sounds great. See you guys. See ya. Anyway, so yeah, addicts, there you have it. That's our newest uh, our newest partner that we're going to be working with. Again, we're really, really excited about it. I'm excited just because, again, like I said, there's not... I've ventured around online a lot, and these guys for Salmon and Steelhead, they, they are carrying the products that you want and need, and they are more than willing to bring on more products to service the Northwest. So that's one of the things that we're going to be helping them with is like making sure that they have the stuff that they need and, on the and site. And to be honest with you, too, like... They have, you know, quite an assortment of bass stuff. I'm going to say bass stuff. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I know we're all salmon steelhead and we're waiting for rain. But in, in the meantime, uh, the bass fishing has been really good. And I've gone, you know, outside the Northwest. I mean, our, our Northwest retailers, I mean, they do a great job of carrying 
some Basque gear. They don't carry it all. No. Well, not like these guys. So when I wanted like specific colors, plastic, specific hard baits, specific spy baits, uh, I was able to go on a Fish USA and I, I mean, and find them and got and I got them quick. Like yeah, for sure. So it was uh, it's a it's another resource. It's another avenue. And like you you kind of talked about earlier in the podcast, like when things. Um, you know, when we run out, like when we get to that seasonality rush of people buying those certain products, if you need it and everywhere you go is you can't find it. This is another probably very valuable resource because I would have a feeling that the timing on some of these needs would probably be a little bit different than in the Northwest than what oh, they're sure. seeing, you know, versus like springtime, for instance, they don't have spring Chinook. Like, yep. so, well, guess what? They probably will have some of those, you know, procure uh, procure bait dyes and procure um, and just uh, hooks and leaders and, and stuff. Yeah, I was looking through there. They got a, a huge selection of procure stuff. So, regardless, uh, it's another avenue. And uh, now you don't have to go drive into downtown, I don't know, Portland or something like that to to go get it yeah, for sure. <laughs> and again, they're going to be a partner that. that's going to be helping addicted a lot. So, go yep. support them, guys. Use that code. Like they said, it's ADX15 on fishusa.com. Again, they are sponsoring this podcast, and they're going to be sponsoring a bunch of our content and everything that we're doing going forward. So shout out to them. We appreciate them and looking forward to working with them into the future. Yes, sir. So aside from uh, coho fishing, what else have you been doing? You did some bass tournaments, didn't you? Doing some bass tournaments. Been playing with that. Fished the national semifinal. Got my freaking ass kicked. But uh, <laughs> it was a different pool, and... It was tough fishing, but redeemed ourselves. We came out last weekend, fished a club tournament locally here out of Hood River, and took five out of the took fifth place with the Columbia River Bassmasters. So that was fun. Did that with my son, and like I said, they were. I mean, it was a whole nother world. Like, and the temps are the same. We weren't that far really geographically uh, from where those fish were, but they were just. I mean, even the guys that you know were fishing up there that were in that big you know national uh-huh. came down. They were just chewing. Like, and it was fun. I mean, we caught 70, 80 fish in short time. So it was good stuff. A lot of big fish. Everything's full and they're aggressive. So I've been doing that. And uh, just like everybody else, waiting for rain. I was waiting supposed to. rain. I had Steven's rain on the hold, uh, on hold yesterday. I had a day off and I was had it scheduled to go put the jet on. And uh, looked at the 10 day forecast and said, nah, exactly. I called him. I, I, you know, it's so hard to get in there. You know, those guys, those guys will bend over backwards for you, especially if you give them a little warning, you know? And so I, I called him up a couple weeks ago. I go, this is my target date. This is my target date. I need my jet put on. Have you guys do it. I don't trust anybody else to do it. But man, when I, uh, yeah, like I said, 10 day forecast, I'm like, I'm going to be doing a lot of big water fishing. So I left the prop on the old Merc and, uh, went out today and the Columbian whooped him. Yeah. So that's cool. that. Cool. Well, I was hunting. You joined for a couple That's days. Right. We had a great we had a great muzzleloader elk season. Very very tough season. This I wouldn't year. call it great. I'd Super. Call it I had a great humbling. time. I had a great time. <laughs> that was a great season, but it was it was very dry, very warm. Just I mean, one of the days it was literally like ninety two degrees. Just well, not conducive the, to elk hunting. Reality is the weather did not suck for being up there for camping. I mean, let's be honest, it was the best camping weather you could ever have. Oh yeah. Just it, we weren't up there to camp though. <laughs> You're right, but the elk could hear you coming from about 15 miles yeah. away. Cam had one opportunity at a bull no, that I don't even know. It. I don't even know if we'd call it an opportunity. It was kind of like a hail mary. Very and hail mary. I saw a bull on day two that I almost had an opportunity on, and then I shot one on day five. I ended up getting a bull that was just barely legal, but filled my tag, and I was thankful for that. And other than that, we just did not have any other opportunities. It was. And that was for we had five, five six guys. guys in our camp. Yeah, yeah. six guys. Yeah. yeah, no, it was it was a tough year, but we've already got plans for late season. Yep, got them down. 
Yep, elk will elk will die hopefully. But this is a fishing podcast. We need to talk more fishing. I know. Well, but but, but think about this though. For all you guys out there that enjoy seeing what Marlon has for snacks, like that'll be another year of elk pepperoni and, exactly. elk, <laughs> and yep. elk bratwurst uh, because of the the generous Mr. Bull that gave up his life yep. tomorrow. It's going to be tasty. We <laughs> ate some of the tenderloin in camp, it, and it was delicious. It was very good. Very, very good. So I went out uh, bottom fishing this weekend. Oh, yeah. And had a, <laughs> had a very interesting experience. Um I guess you could call it that. Literally, the closest I think I've ever been to like feeling like, man, I might die right now. Um, just where we were at. Man, if if I, if the boat would have flipped, I think it would have been very tough for us to make it out of that alive. Especially because a couple of us, myself included, were not wearing life jackets, and so we, I don't think we would have made it. I don't even know if this this is something we need to almost save it for a whole podcast. Yeah, we need to talk about it. But regardless, we had a pretty crazy experience. The video is coming out this Sunday on the YouTube channel. So if you guys want to see that, hopefully Clint has this podcast out in just a couple days. Because, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a very scary experience. It was something that was really uncontrollable. A, a wave hit us from the side that just literally came out of nowhere. Yeah, like nowhere where we were with a guy who has probably more experience fishing that jetty than most people out in that ocean. You know that it's funny because because I got I got the side of it after you guys had left. You know, he called me on the way home and kind of hashed through it. And you know, you, like you said, you know, we're probably uh, hands down one of the most experienced guys out there, especially you know fishing where he was fishing and doing what he was doing and. And just, you know, and he, he kind of admitted it. He's, you know, he said you guys were kind of like standing up and he just kind of wasn't going fast. He wasn't moving through kind of a bad area and just wasn't in any, just kind of was complacent and he self-admitted and, and, uh, got surprised. And that's one thing that, that, uh, you know, everybody. What we noticed about that sound, and I don't have a lot of experience out there, but what I noticed as I was watching that underwater jetty there on the south jetty is as the incoming tide kept getting harder and harder Mm -hmm. that kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so uh, so and what and the rest of the water flat perfectly flat you could have crossed the bar 25 times and been perfectly fine probably water skied across it yep the reality so what happens there is and that's like that that's kind of the the dangers of the columbia river right because it changes so fast from one situation from one um, set of it just changes yep. fast, and and the amount of water that pushes in and pulls out of there uh, makes certain areas uh, could could build them up, could make them crappy, and then you get a little ocean energy kind of going on that, and then you get it coupled with like some combined shallow waters where energy that is being pushed against like a certain tide or a certain rip where all of a sudden a wave comes through that's rolling out there in 40 feet. All of a sudden it's getting pushed up into 10 feet of water, which is about what some of those jetties uh-huh. can do. And all of a sudden it, it doesn't have anywhere else to go but up. I mean, it's no different than like the waves crashing on the shore. And depending on that velocity of water and how fast that's changing, because keep in mind, I mean, you know, it goes it goes out for six hours, turns around and comes in for six hours. Yeah. And, and like The interesting thing is you're going to see in the video... All of us are just like chilling. We're yep. like standing up. Nuts. Jordan's sitting there eating Cheez-Its. We're like, look, right. we didn't think anything was like sketchy. And, and you know, that's the part that always makes me, you know, 
where you always have to have, you always have to be cautious out in the ocean. I mean, because things like that happen and, and it freaks me out. Like when we see on the addicted page and I was talking to RJ a little bit about this, I'm like, you know, the guys are, can I go out in a 15 foot boat? Yeah. Can I go out in an 18 foot boat? Can I go out in a 20 foot, 20 foot boat? Whatever it is. Like it's never the right answer because you, you can never give the right answer because what happened to you guys could literally happen to anybody. And then on top of that, you just better hope that you have a boat yep. that's capable. That's the one thing that I think saved us. And then again, I will say, Cam, RJ reacted very fast in that situation. Because I don't know that I could have. Like, I, I think everyone was in shock. And RJ was, like, up on his knees, like, steering the boat and throttling out, like, from the ground. Yeah. As he fell over. So, I think... Um, you saw it. Well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, like I said, he is very experienced. He's very, very experienced in rough water and... And, uh, but even then, like, you know, there's a lot of days where him and I will, we, we talk a lot and don't go out, you know, because we don't run, you know, we don't run 40 footers. Yep. Uh, but the reality is, is, uh, is, you know, fortunately he had the wherewithal to, to not, to not panic, to assess the situation and get out. And he kind of talked, told me a little bit about what was going through his head, uh, when, when, when that all went down. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not looking forward to seeing the episode, but I kind of, I kind of am, you know, I want to see exactly, uh, like kind of what went down there and, and, uh, but I can tell you what, like after you guys all did the cook off and, 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 and everything when, yeah, when he, when he was, was he on the way home, up? when he was on the way home, he was, uh, he was, he was still concerned. It, it surprised him as it can surprise anybody. So when we went back around, so the second, cause we had to go get the crab pots. And so we went out and around the jetty, you know, you can go out far and go around it and. Even doing that, I was, like, sketched because yeah. it was just big. It was just really, really big. Like, I, did, I didn't like it's it. It's called the graveyard of the Pacific for a reason. Yeah. I mean, it can be can be a place, especially in these wintertime months. Um, get a lot of water flowing. Right now, the Columbia is about as low as it can be. But, you know, you do get a, you know, you add more river velocity. You add a big incoming tide and the wrong wind and pff, hell on wheels. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It was no doubt. Well, guys. We're going to end it on that, but check out the YouTube yeah. channel this Sunday and, and check out that video, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. You got anything else you want to say? Nope. All right, everyone, don't forget, <laughs> October 23rd is the fall drop, and, uh, yeah, we will uh, see you guys on the river. Thanks for listening. Later, guys.